And then we get a phone call from America's Got Talent. America's Got Talent called, different approach to the principal. He was, they weren't as, as serious. And they said, hey, we've seen the performance. We've seen the talent. We've seen the pants. They're tight on it. How would you guys like to audition for America's Got Talent? And we're like, yeah, it'd be great. So we went to Boston and we auditioned. In that year on America's Got Talent, just to give you some insight on reality TV, because we've been on reality TV for the last 10 years, but it's crazy how many people want to be on these TV shows. 100,000 people auditioned that year. 100,000 people auditioned on America's Got Talent. We finished in third. That's amazing, right? 100,000 I never understood how you can finish in second place in Goffstown, New Hampshire and third in the rest of the United States of America. It wasn't until that moment that I realized how enriched with talent Goffstown, New Hampshire was. I was telling the network, you better do a TV show in Goffstown because we're, we're only the second most talented in a town of like 12,000. But the rest of the country, three million people were third. Man. So we get off stage on America's Got Talent, and this is where we get with this crazy break. Uh, our agent says, agent's guy in a fancy suit, makes all the money, total shyster. And he says, Las Vegas, the whole city, wants you guys to come perform. We said, okay. He's like, six weeks playing at Hollywood, you want to do it? We're like, yeah, yeah, we want to do it, we want to do it, we want to do it, we want to do it. So, we go to Las Vegas. We've now been in Las Vegas for eight years. I'm going to accelerate this story. So, here we are, Band of Dust Elementary Schools for free lunch. To America's Got Talent, to Las Vegas. Las Vegas is the hardest place in the world for an entertainer in the sense that there's so much competition, so many great shows, and it's the best of the best. It's a talent show every night. We've now become one of the most successful shows in Las Vegas. As a band, we've done 6,000 shows. We've been a headline show in Las Vegas for eight years, from the MGM to Caesars. We do 500 shows a year in Las Vegas. We've been on America's Got Talent, more than any other act in that TV show's entire history. Now we have our own TV show called Chaos and Kindness. Have you guys heard of this? Yes. Yeah, that's, that, that's the real show. No, I actually have. So, we've been in Las Vegas. We've done 6,000 shows as a band. We've performed in every single state, 15 different countries, and we've amassed $25 million in sales. 
I still can't afford clothes. But that's friggin' crazy to come from this area in a school this size with no money, with no nothing, with no idea, and to make that kind of success. It's unbelievable. And there's so many nooks and crannies to that story. You, you hear the number 6,000 shows. Like, oh, yes. I mean, we opened the Super Bowl last year. We performed the Super Bowl. We've done the biggest TV shows in Asia, 700 million viewers. We've done the Grammys twice. And it wasn't until today, right now, on this carpet, which was red, that I realized that this is the best thing. Because, seriously, because none of it matters. The money don't mean anything. The success don't mean anything. If you can't inspire people to understand, because I hope there's somebody in this room that's listening going, I want to be this, I want to do that. Like, you have to understand, like, I had no chance. Like, there's no way in hell I had a chance to be successful. I had everything stacked against me. Um, and there's a lot of things I'm proud of in that story to get right into. So now we have this TV show, Chaos and Kindness. So we've dedicated our entire year to this TV show and giving back because I think, and I mean this, that being kind and giving back to others is the coolest thing ever. Like I'm an addiction to doing things for people. Um, we just broke a Guinness Book of World Records. You know, we only did one. Can it be records? That's a weird phrase. Guinness Book of World Record. We broke a Guinness record. Alright. We broke a record. We just performed two months ago a show in every single state in America. The world record for the fastest any band has ever done that was 50 days. Some crazy dude played a show in every state. So many states are big. They ain't like New Hampshire. They're like, you know, they're like the size of like Iraq. They're huge. A show in every state in 50 days. We did it in 12. 12 days. We averaged five shows, five states, and we raised almost $100,000 in all that money. Every penny went to buying toys for kids on Christmas right here in New Hampshire. Uh, a lot of them from this town specifically. Um, just what a cool way to make a difference and what a cool message is to give back. Uh, we do our TV show. We have a TV show. 100% we do it for free. We've never made one penny off our TV show. We do it because we love to do it. If you've seen our TV show, you've seen the things that we do on the TV show from helping people with cancer. Uh, we brought a gentleman who had lost a few of his kids. Uh, uh, tragically, we took him to the Super Bowl uh, last year, the Patriots won, and um, we've done a lot of things for elderly couples and different schools and people going through a lot of different tough times. And I gotta tell you, that's far more rewarding than any performance that we've ever done. Uh, and it's why I'm here today, and it's why we, we come in, in, I mean, to get me off the beach in Costa Rica surfing and come back to hang out with y'all, because I really want to do it. So, uh, I hope that, I hope that, at this point, you have a couple of questions for me that maybe um, you'd like to know. Because I mean, there's a lot in the story that, but you might, you can ask anything you want as long as it's like, you know, within reason. So let's do a couple of Q and A's with you guys. I want to hear what you guys have to say. Right here. How old am I? How old do you think I am? I'll give you, I'll give you 100 bucks if you guess it. Just you know. 
30, you can pour it. You can get box. All right. Well, thank you. <laughs> Do I, did I get a girlfriend? Hell yeah, I got a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. I got the best. I married the, I married the New England Patriots team captain cheerleader. Yeah, dude. Not bad for a nerdy kid in high school. Objects. Things are looking up for me. Is that what you And I have two daughters, too, who I love very much. One of them turned nine years old today. We're going to have cupcakes later. Happy birthday. Become diabetic by the end of the day. Right here. Awesome question. So, as our band progressed, did we use different materials? So, our band used to be. Three guys, and we played them like 10 trash cans. Then, we did that for a long time. When we got to America's Got Talent, we needed more money, we had bigger ideas. So my friend who owns a company called Jordan's Furniture here in New England, he gave me 100,000 bucks. He said, here's $100,000, Justin, don't ever pay me back. I think you're the coolest dude, don't ever pay me back, but take that $100,000 and build whatever you have in your head for ideas. And that's how we end up getting to Las Vegas. We started doing some really cool stuff. I, I challenge you all tonight, go on YouTube and just Google Recycle Percussion. You'll see some of the things we do. But like, we built splitting vans. We built these big rooms that rain on us. We, you know, we played drums. We, we built, we built like stages that rotate. We played drums upside down. So we built some really cool stuff. And that's how we were able to get to Las Vegas. Um, but when we got to Las Vegas, we realized that nobody gave a crap about drumming. They wanted to laugh. So we've spent the last eight years really working on comedy. So our show has become more funny than it has the drumming aspect. So the name, our name kind of sucks at this point because it's not recycled percussion. Um, it's more like uh, uh, tight pants funny guys. So it's not even like we need to rename ourselves. But we're kind of stuck with this brand at this point. But good question. What else you got? A room full of 800 people. Where's your ideas? Right here. Do I lift? Uh, I'm an Uber driver. You mean Uber? Or lift? Oh, lift weights? Oh, girl, every day. I'm in the gym. I'm squatting. I'm doing squats. I'm doing push-ups. You can't get a booty like this without squats. You know what I'm a CrossFit guy, yeah. Yeah. What scared me is when I set my booty like this, all the guys started cheering. That's fine. I just want to point out, I have a fan base right here. It's these guys. I was wondering about you guys. Right here. Huh? What kind of car do I drive? Today, specifically? Today I brought my truck, Ford Raptor. You truck guys go, Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> but I, um, I was all excited because I was in Costa Rica and I was looking at my security cameras. Because we have a house in New Hampshire and in Vegas. And like all the snow was melting. I was like, yes! Got this really cool brand new Corvette ZL6. I'm like, yes! And when I landed, I was like, what? Snowshoes. That was a good educational question, though. I'm glad you asked it. Right here. Did I ever get in contact with the black dude that gave me the idea? Yes. I actually did. I went back years later. Come to find out, he became a very famous 
percussion player. He played a couple Michael Jackson videos, did a Coke commercial, so it was easy to find. But he's like the, the guy, kind of pioneer, as funny as it sounds, but like Blue Man Group, Stop, our show, like the shows that became popular. This kid was a pioneer of that. And I went back, I was like, dude, I got ultimate gratitude for these, you know, these urban performers. I lived in New York City for a while, and um, I had a chance to go back and thank him. Uh, he didn't really care, but I was like, dude, we stole your idea, now we're famous. He's like, oh, come on. Right here. What pen my pants? Dude. You're making me nervous, man. You want my Instagram? Oh my god. Uh, Call me back. What brand are your pants? Oh, sad. <laughs> Stand up. Dude, you gotta fill those pants up, kid. Get to the gym. My pants are diesel. Any like any questions that might be not dating app based? Right here. What's that? What was my motivation? Okay. Listen closely on this, we'll have some fun in a My motivation. Um, so to this day, I told you my mom was an alcoholic. And to this day, I've never tried alcohol, ever. Not one drop. And I'm a straight edge, that's what tattoo me, it's no substance. So I made, I made a commitment by the age of 12 years old. I was like, you know what, I'm never gonna do that shit. I'm never doing drugs, I'm never doing alcohol, that's not gonna be my thing. And, and not, I'm not judging people, I'm not saying don't go out there and have a good time in life. I'm just telling you, for me, I had everything stacked against me. When you're poor, when you have nothing, I need, I made a list. I was like, okay, here's what I want to achieve in my life. I want to be a musician. I want to be famous. I want to have all these things. And I listed all the things that would prevent that from happening. And my motivation was people just telling me I couldn't do it. Like I love nothing more than when someone tells me no. And this goes for teachers. Listen up closely. I, at all ages. This is this is this is BS. Dude. Tell me, just listen closely. You're gonna hear this all the time in your life, and you're gonna let it go in one ear and out the other. And I'm not saying that because you're students. I look at you guys as adults. I'm just telling you, it's 100% in your control. Everything. I don't care what your parents tell you to do. I don't care what your teachers tell you to do. The only inspiration anybody in here needs is themselves. There's teachers in this room that wish they had a different career. There's teachers in this room that wish they'd done more things in their life. And you're gonna have the same challenges in your life. There's things every day that I wake up and go, shit, how much time do I have left in my life? So my motivation is every day trying to become a better person, to find a better way, and I love them telling me since someone tells me I can't do it. You know, I, I love it. As an entrepreneur, I heard no so many times. Now it's easy. Now I can play shows wherever I want, whenever I want, anytime, and make stupid amount of money. Way overpaid doesn't mean anything to me. I like the challenge of seeing if I can do something again for the first time. And I love that challenge. I challenge everybody here to find ways. I also challenge everybody here, here's the hardest one. This is gonna sound cliche. This is gonna sound like the not cool thing to say. I don't care. I challenge everybody here to be kind to each other. Seriously. I'm sick of people judging people for their color, how much money they have, if they like guys, if they like girls. That's all bullshit. Don't judge anybody. We all have our own stuff. You're the only one. 
If you're gay, I love you. If you're straight, I love you. If your pants are baggy, I love you. You have what? You have a, a, something you want to share with me? It's about what? Who's also picking up chicks? Yeah, we'll share that after. You can whisper in my ear. This is so happy. Right here. Huh? Do I can't hear what you're saying. <laughs> what? Um, if you can do 50 push-ups without stopping. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> so, who wants to see some performing real quick? Wow. Oh, I do. Uh, Ryan, bring these drums up. Everybody say hi to Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Uh, Ryan. Uh, I like Ryan more. <laughs> Ryan is the guy in the right. Uh, oh, I thought Mr. Rico was his cousin. You're, yeah, you're right. My <laughs> Ryan's my cousin. He goes to Las Vegas every day. And he's also. It was his birthday two days ago. Ryan's the main man. He's the dude. He's the he's the genius. So, so our band now has progressed. Primarily, Ryan and I are the main guys in the band, and that's just because we're sick of paying other people. That was a joke. Not funny. Uh, so these these drums are made they're made from like trash cans, obviously, a little more advanced. And we do this thing now in our show. So our Las Vegas show is about 90 minutes, and one of the things that we do in our show is called the drum battle. And what it is, is back in the day, when TVs are black and white, when you guys were like negative 40, they had these things on TV where like one drummer would do something and the other drummer would have to copy it. It's complete improv, that's what makes it so fun. It's like, it depends on like your mood, what you're trying to do. And we don't know what we're gonna do, because we have, I haven't held a drumstick in like two weeks, but um, we're gonna have fun with this. We're gonna go, we're gonna split this crowd. So this side of the room, you're all on Ryan's team. Oh my god. You all are on my team.